This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Get out of town. Welcome to our podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. It is untitled as of now. I'm Tad Whistle. My name is John Binley. We're two friends that We've just kind of followed that old rule that when you're approached by a sports book, hat in hand, when they come begging, <laughs> pleading with you to please start a podcast, you right? always do it. Yeah. When when someone says, hey, we saw some of your weird videos on Twitter. Are you okay? Can we commit more resources to you? Can we lend you enough rope to hang yourself professionally and in your relationship with your partner? The answer is always yes. Always. It's that time-tested sage wisdom. Steve Jobs said that. I think he did in a big, big important meeting. Mm -hmm. And this is a big important meeting that we're having here in Tad's dining room. We'll be be bopping around. We're kind of, we're working on a permanent home. We're going to get some video. You're going to get to see us and our our bodies <laughs> you're gonna get to trust our me faces. trust me on the next episode you're gonna get to feast your eyes one important order of business though uh we don't have a name yet who needs one i say we can come up with a placeholder in the meantime right we're gonna talk pittsburgh sports we're gonna try to entertain culture current events We'll do some ham-fisted bits. We're going to be our weird Pittsburgh-loving selves. But what we're never going to do on this show, we are never going to force you to sit through us pretending that we're qualified to break down game tape. If you want that, there are, there are a number of podcasts where you can get that. Absolutely right. There's plenty of places and shows and this and that that can cleverly work stuff about jagging and yinzin into it. We're not going to do that, because all the good ones are taken. Truly, like, if you think of a good Pittsburgh podcast name, or even one that's not very good, and you're like, hey, I wonder if that is one, they are all, they all exist. Bergcast. That's the thing, right? Probably. I just thought of it, but that's, (laughs) it's taken. Also, it sucks. Right. That's the thing, right? Right. I thought jagging around, I was like, you know what? That's not bad. And I looked it up, and it exists. And then I said, hey, well, you know what? That sucks. Mostly out of spite. But still, what is wrong with us that we have to shoehorn yins and jag into everything? It's what? a problem, and it needs to stop now, and it's going to stop with us because we are the last one at the buffet. <laughs> it stops it's, with us. And so we are... Because there are no good names left. And we have no choice. So, we're going to do what any impulsive high school instigator bully would do. We're going to make fun of... We're going to quit. 
at go home. We're taking our ball. And we're going home. We're going home. Man. What's the acronym? Untitled Pittsburgh. UPC. UPS. UPMC. Dude. Dun, 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 the, the, dun, dun, we're going to get sued. If you don't, if you hum that again, we're going to get sued. What hey, a- I didn't mean to have a stroke, but I'm sure glad I did because I got to go to UPMC. Dun, 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 dun. The, the first dance at my wedding is going to be to the UPMC uh, classical theme. Oh, I get emotional just thinking about that. What do you think? Put yourself in that room when they were recording it and like a dude playing the viola was like, what is this for? They were at Abbey Road. Right. <laughs> and then there's like a Phil Spector guy, like some, he's like the uh, the nephew of the president of UPMC. He's on coke, he has a gun. Mm-hmm. He's waving it around. <laughs> he's a- <laughs> More bass. More, cut out the high mid. It's <laughs> tweaking, man. When it says Allegra, you play Allegra. You know, that song's great, but I'm more like a beat kind of guy, right? It's just kind my of, speed. I, right? I kind of like the PNC um vibraphone do it xylophone what is it dun 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 stop you're you're that is we're over the line on copyright we're gonna get we're gonna get a strike for that but that's a cover like like i just covered the song that's actually a meeting of important people song dude if i told you that wouldn't you be like i could see dude I can see Josh, Josh writes. He writes killer melodies. He I does, feel like, yeah, dude. yeah, that'd be a great podcast name. Meeting of important people. Do you think they'd care? <laughs> <laughs> How's your relationship with? Hey, we with get along Roy. good. He's a great guy. That is a fantastic podcast name. That's also one of those band names. that's like so good that you're like, oh, so good. Want to hate? I, I want to hate you. Yeah, but I can't. So listeners might not know or care. I. <laughs> played in bands did that a lot you actually played in some bands yourself no slouch on the bass guitar um i'm a tremendous slouch but you know band names are the hardest thing to come up with and we lived it (laughs) and podcast names as it turns out are also very hard to come up with there's nothing worse than you think you came up with a good name for a band or as we as we found out recently in our 30s a podcast and you let you're like I cannot wait to tell John this. This is going to really blow his hair back. Mm. And then just to be met with silence on the other end of the room. Mm. <laughs> what was the one that you believed in the most? Man, I I think like Ian's Glorious Bastards or I something. I like that like, one. Uh, I don't know. It's but all, see, you don't even like That's the I, problem. That's the thing. And it's because of the... There is one that I really liked. Oh yeah, John. That was, yeah, that was a real that was a real banger. I still stand by it. Uh, maybe we could get some input from the from the the loyal listening audience. But how about this? The insurrection. <laughs> so that's that's not good. It's not in support of of, of and, uh, an insurrection. You're drawing eyes to the show and also the potential to call listeners insurrectionists. I mean, who out there doesn't believe that there shouldn't be more yinzers in positions of power? Uh, the voting public, governance, right? I would. Uh, the and the answer to that is it is it's the voting public. I tell you what, we wouldn't have half the problems we have 
right now we, we probably would have, have a whole different double set of <laughs> yes and then yeah it would uh, oh, come on join the insurrection folks if you're if you're on team <laughs> stop that's all right if <laughs> make your voice heard we're taking we're taking any suggestions no suggestion is too ridiculous so anyway yeah. let's talk about the Steelers. okay all right all right john i'm a little uh I think you're. I think you're more hopeful than I am. Look, I mean, I'm as hopeful as any kid is the night before the first day of school, freshman year. You know that you're going to get punked. You're going to get bullied a little bit. You also went to Central, so I did go to Central right. Catholic. <laughs> so that was like a real given, right? All boys high school, right? The you know the panic and the terror the night before, but also the excitement, right? Good things are going to happen this season. We're going to see some exciting stuff. We're going to be entertained. And that's really, you know, we want to win. Right. But if winning doesn't seem like a sure thing, and for most teams, you know, we're pretty spoiled here. For most teams, it's not a guarantee that you're going to have a a playoff appearance year in, year out. I'm embracing the season of this chapter of Steeler fanhood in my life. What's going to happen is we don't know. It's exciting. I do like the idea of not having to... Like Ben's act was getting like really old there. The agony and yeah, the ecstasy was, of Ben Roethlisberger. Right. It's like, like knowing that you're going to have, it's like when you're at the family gathering and you did the huge hello already with your one aunt. Yeah. And you got to like factor in, like if you want to leave by eight o'clock, you have to start saying bye to her by like seven thirty. Seven thirty. Right. I just didn't want to deal with that shit anymore. You know, <laughs> I'm out of here. Let's I don't go. look. I love you. Thank you. MTV, you've seen my crib. You got to go. You got to go. You got to go. You got to go. The last 10 years, like every year, like, boy, Ben Roethlisberger, he's in great shape. He is only 25 pounds overweight. Never looked that felt (laughs) to me. It's a kind of shame that he never went full on. I remember I used to think about this early in his career when he was still, you know, Big Ben and just crushing it. And I used to, like, have this vision in my mind of, of him, like, really overweight and bald like very (laughs) yeah i used to have this vision of my mind like it was like around the time where like brett Favre was like aged and like threw a lot of picks and was just gunslinger and it was just like i'm brett Favre, damn it right like like legitimate gray hair gray beard i thought the ben roethlisberger version of that was going to be a lot funnier uh and to his credit he kept it together enough to not look terribly slot like i was ready for the full on like beer gut chucking it <laughs> chucking it a mile <laughs> throwing for 500 yards but six picks and right. like bald like jared lorenz and <laughs> roethlisberger yeah. yeah yeah so he didn't do that for us he kept it together cheers to him on a dignified you know as dignified as could be and now ben i think you deserve some time away from the spotlight i'd like you to go away for a while mm-hmm I'd like to not see or hear from you for a while. Right. Go up there to Steeler, Steeler heaven. <laughs> I want you to buy a, a cabin up in Tyanesta. I want you to go there, and I want you to stay there, and I don't want you to start a podcast, which I know, given the circumstances, seems very hypocritical. Mm. Now that the snake has fully eaten its tail... It's time to pivot to actual training camp stuff. What, what stuck out to you, John? What are you, what are you feeling here? I mean, everybody's talking about George Pickens. Looks awesome. 
I think the offensive line, everybody's talking about that. What things have gone under the radar? I'm not sure. I feel like we're seeing a new side of Coach Tomlin in a way. Like I heard that he was buying. Did you hear the thing about him buying like lobster dinners? Oh yeah, for like the 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 team winning the scrimmage. Yeah, the side of the ball that won the scrimmage. Right. Like I don't think he's ever done that before. I wonder why now. I think that's kind of cool. He could be out from under like the the ire of Roethlisberger over involvement. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's just like reaching that. Uh, I feel like he's always been a gambler as far as like, he likes to go for it, you know? He makes gutsy calls. Uh, maybe we're going to see more of that this year. It could be, yeah, potentially by necessity. Like if we need four downs to move the ball. Yeah, I like, he gets critiqued a lot, but I like a coach that's engaged. Sounds like he's as engaged as ever. I like the idea of Tomlin getting to, you know, he he had a franchise quarterback when he came to Pittsburgh and now he gets to actually like coach that position and he like owns the asses of the three dudes who he will be deciding upon. Yeah. It was like he adopted Ben, right? And he did a great job, but these are his babies. It's like the bachelor. It's exactly like the bachelor. (laughs) Kenny, will you take this helmet? continue to rock my world mm. we're sort of like mixing dating show yeah but i i'm i'm excited i would say the things that jumped out to me at training camp is um i'm looking for any any reason to move on from benny snell and mcfarland uh, Ooh. i don't think that we're gonna move on from yeah jalen warren looked all right jalen warren mm. can we talk about benny snell's mouth guard benny snell's mouth guard yeah like the propeller thing okay this is one of my knocks on Benny Snell. Yeah. He has every extra piece of nonsense that you can add to a football uniform. Yeah. He has the visor. I had a roommate in college uh, when we would play Madden. He would, like, you know, you you'd get your team and, like, maybe you change the quarter length or whatever, but, like, you're ready to play. Right. And he would go in and he would, like, edit the wristbands and the visor. <laughs> And like and it, the, was, it was like 15 minutes where it was like, dude, let's go. He's like, no, I got to like have right. the look right. I have to make sure that my guys look like the football game in Starship Troopers. Right. Who was the first player you remember rocking the visor? I can tell you who the first one I remember. <sighs> rocking the visor. Damn. I don't know. Who are you going to say? Natron Means. Really? Chargers running back. He was like a big bruiser running back. Okay, so did he make it cool? So, so like, people that made stuff cool, Eddie George made the big pacifier mouth guard cool. Right, and, like, the cool, like, by the side of the eye, like, temple face mask. Remember that one? Yeah. Corners used to wear them a lot. Yeah. Tell you what we had in my youth football league, where there was one kind of face mask. For quarterbacks, was the same as for linemen, was the same as for kids on the bench, was the bar. Down, oh, yeah. down the middle, right along the bridge of your nose, all the way. There's one face mask. You'd be like cross-eyed trying to catch 44 dump, <laughs> right? Run 10 yards, turn around. It's hard to catch, but I made a few receptions in my day under the Bloomfield Bridge. Boy, did I suck at football. I was great in the backyard. I was not a great. I was not great in pads. Too I, skinny. I was bad, though. I have been known, John. To drunkenly tell people at the bar that I won a state championship with West Allegheny in 2001. <laughs> Are you lying? No. It's true. 
It's true. You're on the roster. I was a tackling dummy on the 2001 West Allegheny State Championship team. They can never take that away from they you. They can never take it away. Tyler Palco. That was the that was the the height of the Tyler Palco era. Yeah. What about the horse collar? I saw a YouTube thumbnail. I didn't click it, but like the YouTube thumbnail, which again is my source on this. Mm-hmm. It led me to believe that there's a reason why it was phased out. Well, you certainly couldn't phase it out for not looking sweet. It looks fucking cool. Right? <laughs> it looks... There's like a cowboy element to it, right? Well, there's two different... There's the roll, and then there's the cowboy collar. Yeah, I like the roll. I like the Romanowski roll. LeVon Kirkland used to rock one. Farrier was a cowboy collar guy. Dude, fa- no, Farrier had the, like... The butterfly? The airport, like, <laughs> plane, like the airplane seat, right? Like, it looked like a small, like, square with a pillow on it. Didn't it? Yeah. Like, that thing had, like, brackets on it. Like, he bought it off of an infomercial yeah. or Sky Mall. No one had that. I saw James Harrison and James Farrier in a bar once. It was weird because... They're obviously huge, but I was like significantly taller than both of them. I'm a I'm a tall, skinny dude, about six three, six four, something like that. And I don't know, it was just it was odd to like be standing next to them and it was like, Well, I am taller than you. And so you've like you've wasted the gift of height by not being on the Steelers? Something like that. Well not even that I don't know. It was just it was odd. It was like I was I felt bashful about being taller than them because they were like you know, could rip me in half or whatever. Oh, okay. That must be a real bummer being tall, John. That sucks. It's listen. We all have our cross to bear, <laughs> and uh, I do what I can. You know, it's... would it change your opinion of Jesus if you found out he was five four and chubby? Man, I, I guess I guess no, right? That'd be even more. I mean, that'd be that, even more impressive. I mean, that's the right answer, yeah. but. I mean, that's the right answer for, like, your grandmother. Right. I mean, obviously... But Jesus is always... a big if. Jesus was tall. What do you mean, if? He, he, Jesus was tall. You're saying... You're presenting that as fact? Yeah. How tall? Six. Six one. Six one. Yeah. Four percent body fat, which I think was the style at the time. Yeah. I mean, it was like the 90s, right? It was like... <laughs> Skinny was kind of in. Skinny was in, but 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 sinewy. I would say, like right, wiry. Yeah, he had that, like you know, dude. You know those dudes that don't have to work out, but like they always just kind of have like definition. You know those those wiry dudes. Yeah, yeah. Vascular. Jesus was vascular. Absolutely. Jesus had roofer strength. I like that. He was a carpenter. <laughs> but what if you found out? What if you found out that Jesus was five four one eighty five? It would be more impressive, right? That he got those all those people to to follow him, so that so you couldn't see over the crowd. Your opinion of the short is that they are, I mean, le- they're in handicapped le- in leadership. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we all have good, you know. You want to talk about leadership? <laughs> you want to save the world? You better be six foot, right? I, this conversation is, is, is leading me more and more towards Buddha <laughs> as it goes on. Yeah. So, John, as this season goes on, as we 
So we suss out this quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. As the offensive line either improves or gets all three of these idiots killed, what are your dreams for the season? I want to stay competitive in every game. That's a good one. Because if you look at that schedule, Ooh. it seems like the potential for... Well, the playoff game was sort of like this. The Chiefs game. Mm-hmm. They were in it. Oh, we were. They were in it. It was a magic, magic moment. The razzle dazzle, pee pants. Direct snap bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mahomes. Yep, TJ Watt. Yeah. Uh, there was that moment, and then it was like, oh, right, we were never going to win this game. Right. And then you just accepted it. Like, that's what I mean. I like playing with nothing to lose, man. That's, that's, that's how it went on the bus to Detroit, right? Yeah, they had something to lose there. They had a lot to lose yeah, there. Yeah, bussy. 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 It would be good to be blowout-proof. If you're blowout-proof, if you can win any game. Right. How are we going to stay zen, though? Well, man, I, I mean, if one of these quarterbacks gets pulled and then the next guy plays really bad and we're doing that dance, mm-hmm. then we're in a, we're in a bad, we're in a bad, right. bad place. We're going to have to probably talk to some people. And find find some people that can help sort of guide us. I'm glad you bring that up, because that is going to be really important. There's an elephant in the room here that I think Steeler fans are losing sleep over. Let's take a quick commercial break, and I've got a feeling that when we come back, you're going to feel a whole lot better. Has your franchise quarterback recently retired? Are you having a personal identity crisis without a steady hand under center? Will inconsistent quarterback play definitely be a factor in your forthcoming divorce? Well, don't wander to QB Desert. Call the law offices at Trubisky, Pickett, and Rudolph today. When it comes to maybe possibly filling the shoes of a future Hall of Famer, one of these guys is bound to get the job done. Right? I mean, I'm always... You know, optimistic. At Trubisky, Pickett, and Rudolph, each representative is likely to do a comparable job to the other. They're kind of like one of them three-headed mythical hydras, but like of okayness. When you call these guys, you are getting 50 games of slightly above 500 NFL experience. That's almost three full seasons. Wow. There's Mitch Trubisky, a guy you definitely made fun of in Chicago. But now, like cockroaches and knotweed, this big meathead might be the only thing that can survive behind the offensive line. And what about our junior partner, Mr. Kenny Pickett? This up-and-comer dazzled drunk assholes up at camp, and he'll dazzle and vajazzle you too. But don't take our word for it. Hi, my name is Gary. I'm from Ingram. I have scars on my heart from being a lifelong Pitt fan. But, I mean, Kenny Pickett, he made that fun. For, like, the eight seasons he was at Pitt, he made the Sisyphean quest bearable. And how about Mason Rudolph? He's as likable as Billy Zane's character in Titanic. I have a child! If these guys can't get it done, look, they're, they're going to get it done. Trubisky, Pickett, and Rudolph. Make the call, and we'll see you in the huddle. Well, I have no choice. I have to give them a call. Look, you heard it there. There's nobody, there's nobody else that will take this case. Imagine the Shenderovich twins stacked up inside a trench coat, like several kids trying to sneak into a rated R movie, mm. but they're playing quarterback. Do you think it would make any difference at all this season if, when we played divisional opponents, we were able to have each Shenderovich twin as like roaming Mike linebackers just on the field, 
right? Like if somehow we were able to be like, all right, John Harbaugh, you can, what's, what weird stuff does he like to do? John Harbaugh? Yeah, you, we, you're, you're better than your brother. We'll announce it on the PA system if you give us Shinderovich 1 and Shinderovich 2 Kind of like behind Minka, but there are di- these are behind. There are additional bodies, right? So, so we're we would, playing thirteen on eleven. We would have thirteen men only on only on defense. <laughs> Is it how like are you saying how advantageous would it be? Like what do you think it would make? Do you think it would have a a decisive outcome in in the game? I think I think they would get horribly in the way of Minka Fitzpatrick making a game saving interception. All right. Put them on the line then, like just to muck it up. I mean, yeah, like meat so grinder. Where could you put them? Could you put two of them on one of the Ravens' bad receivers? See, I would think you'd want. They're not fast. Jam them. Yeah. Would they work in tandem like a Smash Brothers character? Right. Listeners, if you've got <laughs> how to, how can we best deploy the Shinderovich? Shinderovich, and then. The Shenderovitz uh, sequence, yeah, as the defense will be right. known. It's like you got nickel, <laughs> dime, and then the Shenderovitz package, which is the thirteen on eleven package that, <laughs> that the Steelers are wont to trot out. Yeah, as long as um, the PA game announcers like, and now the best Harbaugh ever, the number one Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, better than, than his brother Jim Harbaugh, Des- definitively. You're mentioning John Harbaugh. Have you heard about this thing? The Ravens have they've won their last consecutive like 23 preseason games. Means nothing. No, I know it means nothing, yeah. but does it point to like mental illness within John Harbaugh that cuz it's intentional at that point. Oh yeah, it points to the fact that like they, they he misunderstands how to use the preseason obviously as evidenced by all those people getting hurt last year, right? Practicing like a damn fool. But what is your problem that you 23 in a row you're one of those people that has to win i don't know you we've played some cornhole some darts some billiards together you've got the competitive fire in a way that that i don't maybe well i'm you, a really really bad loser hmm. and that comes from being at my core just that <laughs> A loser. A loser whose whole night and the next morning is predicated on whether or not I win a drunken game of pseudo-skill. You got a little heart on you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Episode one. In the books. Did you ever think we would get here? How was it for you? It was nice to be dragged kicking and screaming through this as a person who can like only ride manic waves of productivity. People need this, man. We <laughs> most notably us. We need this. People when people are you and I specifically, right? Relationships be damned all other ones. That's right. We are married to the game officially and hopefully we are able to help Bet Rivers out a little bit. They need our help. Right. Without us. Yikes. I think we've taken this to its logical conclusion. I think you might be right, my friend. Subscribe to the Bet Rivers Network. It would help us keep the lights on. But also, we want your engagement. Hit us up 
untitledpittsburgh at gmail.com. We want to know how you would deploy the Shenderovich twins in a defensive sub package. Scheme it up. Come on. You guys all think you're coordinators out there. What are you going to do? How are you going to use that talent on the field to make the most impact? That talent is exactly right, John. So hit us up with your answers, and we'll catch you next week right here on the Bet Rivers Network. <laughs>